Good day, Rise listeners. And once again, um, I'm on the show. I don't have anyone today, so it's just me, which is kind of weird because I usually have a guest with me on the show. But as you all know, um, for those that don't know, this is the season finale for season one. Bo, 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 bo. <laughs> um, yeah, it's been quite a journey, a journey that has so many stories, a journey that I never thought I'd be able to pull off. Um, the podcasting thing was not sudden, something that I had contemplated for such a long time. It's something that I at times felt as though I'm not confident to do. I felt like I don't have the means and the things necessary for me to actually start it. As you know, podcasters have, you know, your sound control equipment, your mics, lighting, video. This podcast does not um, cover any video yet. Um, So, yeah, there was a lot and I felt like I don't have the means to start. And if you look at how much your standard mic costs, I mean, it's quite expensive. And uh, being a student, having to think of where I would be hosting this podcast, it really put a huge strain in me. Um, kicking it off and, you know, finally um, gathering the courage to actually start it. Um, the podcast idea was planted during the lockdown. So this was mid-2020 and I am so sure of this because, or I remember because there was a poll that I created on my Instagram at the time whereby I was asking people, should I ask, should I start a podcast or should I start a YouTube channel? And um, I remember one of the guys that were um, on my Insta at the time said, you should start an, a podcast because um, this is, is something that is not really much explored yet. It's an untapped space. And... Um, I believe you have the voice and you can hold the conversation. So I I really dismissed this at first because I was foreign to the idea. But with time, I actually took my time to go out there and do my research and understand what podcasting is, what podcasting is about, what are the do's and don'ts of podcasts, um, and kind of look at the podcasting pioneers out here and I can say that there are a few guys within the country um, that actually inspire me and that I actually listen to. Um, You know, one might say um, Mac G. Mac G is quite a pioneer for what he did with, um, uh, with his show and also panel and there's a guy called Justice who runs a podcast called Justify. Um, when you look beyond the borders, you have 
Joe Rogan with the Joe Rogan um, podcast. We have um, Chris Williamson, and there are many more um, guys who are in the podcast space. Um, coming back home again, we have um, King David, the King David podcast um, with David Mashabella. We have now um, Trevor Noah with um, What Now. So it's this space that is growing. And how can I forget um, DJ Spool with the Hustlers Corner? So the space is continuously growing and people are getting, you know, it's becoming something that people are being familiar with um, in the sense that a person knows that this podcast will be releasing a show at this time. So um, people have, you know, are getting into that culture of podcasting. And I love podcasting because podcasting is all about conversation. It's all about building each other. It's all about, you know, that constructive conversation that you can have with your brother, with your sister, with your friend about certain subject matter. And what I love about podcasting is the fact that the listener on the other end can relate to what you speak about and can actually learn a lot. There's so much you can learn through listening to a podcast and we get to appreciate and as a law student um, and a citizen of this country, I, I've learned to appreciate that through podcasting, we, we even exercise our rights. I mean, we, we, we we're expressing ourselves. And that's why sometimes I get so scared that with everything censored, there might come a time where podcasting would be censored, you know. And um, so... Podcasting is so much, and there were so many reasons that could have led me not to start a podcast, but I'm very proud um, that I did. When this year started, I was like, I want to focus on my books. I don't want anything to hinder me getting my degree. I don't want to be busy with any extracurricular activity. I don't want to be busy with student activism. I don't want to hold any position, you know, in, in leadership in the university. I just want to be me and I want to do my work, you know. Excuse me. So, but I was like, no, man, like, this isn't me. Um, I can't sit and not do anything. I can't just sit and be busy with my books throughout my degree. I've been, I've tapped into many things. So let me not um, shoot myself in the foot and say, I'm not going to do this. And at that time, the podcast idea was becoming more and more um, common and frequent in my mind. You know, I just could not escape it. To a point where I was like, wait, like, can't I actually start this um, with an app on my phone. Can't I download an app that will just make everything for me easier rather than having to get a mic and then recording and then transcribing that recording to a PC and then, you know, doing all of that. Can't I just use my phone and be able to 
record an episode wherever. And I then learned that, okay, I went on Google Play Store. Yes, I have an Android. (laughs) I went on Google Play Store with my phone and I got an app, uh, Spotify for podcasters. Downloaded Spotify for podcasters, created a profile, and I started trying out this recording thing. And I was like, oh, okay, now it's working. Looked at the ratings. Okay, the ratings are fine. And then, yeah, I had to work on a trailer for the podcast. Uh, and there were some certain jingles, which I didn't really like as an intro to the podcast. And at that time, I already had the concept of what did I actually want to do. So it was a matter of I had to fine-tune my concept to something which would really capture what I wanted the podcast to be about. And throughout me listening to podcasts and throughout my conversations with people, I wanted to look at what really captured me and one thing that I really 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 like and I'm passionate about and to a great extent obsessed about is African stories I'm so amazed at how my brothers and sisters um, the person listening to the this podcast right now um, you have went through and beyond whatever challenge as a, as a black person struggle is nothing foreign something that we have had that we continue to have, be it financial, be it social, be it, you know, in the family setting, there's always a struggle that um, is not so far away from us. But even with that struggle, we have tried and we have time and time again conquered those struggles to become a better version of ourselves. So, I, the concept of the podcast was what can you as whoever say to me that will actually make me feel better and make me um, feel as though um, I can grow from whatever situation and I don't have to call a certain celebrity or a certain person but an ordinary person to say, look, um, I've went through certain hardships but i have risen through those hardships um so in a way to say that with familiarity if you find someone who you didn't really rate as this you know amazing person um you just as an ordinary person but this person is actually content with their life and they're actually they don't mind sharing their story so the podcast concept that I wanted to come with or that Rise with Sinaloma Tubatuba was trying to convey is that through our adversities, we can become something better. And through our adversities, we can tell the African story the best way we know how. And through um, telling our stories, we can then inspire others who are listening to the podcast to actually do better and feel better about themselves, to say that in whatever struggle that they are going through, they should know that it's not the end of the world. Um, 
uh, it's nothing special. Um, other people have went through those struggles and even um, worse than they have. And this is not to invalidate anyone um, through any challenge that they're going through, but it was just to inspire the next person. And um, to my surprise, there were people that said, look, through being on the podcast, I have actually even learned something about myself. So it's this continuous, um, you know, uh, perpetual um, learning journey that we have engaged in. And I've always said that I wanted something raw. And my initial um, goal, my initial uh, uh, um, thing that I wanted for this season was that this season was going to be interview and interview. So it was going to be interview-based in the sense that I have someone else, I have two or more people who are going to come on the show and we're going to have a conversation about, you know, their journey, what they're into, um, what is, um, what they deem important, um, rather, because I always said this is not a populist or a show about, you know, the hottest gossip <laughs> Yeah, I've always said, like, it's not about chasing content, but rather finding value in what is shared so that 10, 15 years from now, um, you can still find relevance to listen to the show and not have anything outdated, so to say. So um, my goal for the podcast is for the podcast content to outlive me in the sense, I knew I wouldn't be able to run a show alone. Not that I'm inadequate, but I didn't want to make running the show self-centered. I wanted it to be something that other people find relevant, other people find belonging in the show. Um, so, in all honesty, I only saw myself as the host and through being the host and someone who was going to lead the charge in making sure that the show does continue. So the season has been, you know, um, such a crazy journey. And um, through the, 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 the story shared, there's so much that I've also learned about myself and that in all these stories shared, there is some thing that I relate to that I found Um in each person who came as a guest on the show. Um, so there's a lot that I had dealt with on the podcast. There were a lot of challenges um, when I started out. I mean, um, recording is not an easy job because you need to find an area that is quiet. Um, you need to actually schedule time with um, your guest and then, um, not to say in Dabas, <laughs> but like sometimes the case would not make it. Um, and then you have to reschedule and then find another appropriate time. You know, those are such things. And through um, recording an episode, there's so much in recording an episode, um, you know, uh, more than meets the eye because it's not just recording and then, you're done with it, and then you just upload. You know, um, sometimes um, editing is necessary. 
So that's something that I've had to deal with. Um, on the earlier shows, on the podcast, I remember the first show I shot, uh, I recorded with um, Nosipo Kamalichoyo, where we were discussing authority and you know the loss of activism within youth because we are scared of you know challenging um, the status quo because you know we, we want to be incorporate we want to drive the big cars and so on on that show it, it was such a quick decision you know it was a split second decision because no sipo um, was addressed and we started speaking because um, I had just came back from the shop and was chilling outside. And then I was like, Nosipo was actually meaning to ask you to be a guest on the show. And Nosipo was like, okay, now I do have an, uh, an hour. So I'm like, an hour is more than enough. And then we started recording. So on that show, um, if you listen to it, to those that have listened, um, they're bird chirping in the, in the background. So that was another thing. Um, the earlier shows that we recorded, we recorded outside. Um, it was so funny. Uh, people that know me or would know the other guests, you know, they'd stop by and speak, you know, because no one really realizes that, okay, you're actually recording. People think you're, you're having a conversation, you know. And, yeah, people would stop by, so you have to, like, tell them, sorry we're recording so those are such things that um i've met with with recording but as the show went i then was able to secure a more you know uh, appropriate venue where um i would be able to record with the guests and yeah so even guest hunting uh, is something it was not a challenge you know there are many people around me that I feel like they have so much to offer. There's so many gems uh, that I have around me, so many smart people, uh, phenomenal people. And I'm a person that uh, I feel like I can learn something from everyone. And with every human being that I come across, I always try and you know, gather something to learn from them. So getting guests on the show was not a hard thing to do. Instead, the hard thing was who do I bring and who do I not bring, you know. And um, the people on the show, they're just a fraction of the people that I actually wanted to bring on season one, you know. Um, but the show needs to go on and... Unfortunately, I could not bring the others on season one, but because I still have the interest and I think uh, and believe that there is an interest for the podcast um, from its listeners, um, people have been asking me whether the podcast is continuing or not. So there is that interest. So definitely there are people that I had been intending to bring on the show um, in season one that I was not able to bring. So there was a lot, you know, and um, the show has met both negative and positive feedback, um, which is something that I, I, I really wanted and I really expected. Um, for me, it was not really about 
people speaking highly of the show um, or people downrating the show. For me, the most important thing that I wanted out of the show was for it to brew conversation. And I think um, to that extent, I have um, created that because I always say in content creation, um, one can easily get lost in saying that, yo, I don't get enough followers or I don't get likes. All I want is for that one person, if my video or if the podcast was listened to 10 people, then I always say that is enough. And I've always tried and uh, um, analyze the growth and the engagement of the podcast with the number of listeners, so the people that are listening to the show. And I think for season one, uh, we have done well because the show stands at over 800 um List, listens at, at this point on average those are the amount of listens so it's on its way to a thousand listens on average and um yeah the, the the podcast audience for rise has grown as well so um i'm quite happy with the progress that the the podcast has made there are things that i wish that I could have done differently um, or should I say the one thing that I wish I'd done differently is to start the show earlier. I think that was, yeah, I should have started the show earlier um, and not now because I'm outgoing at school and I felt like there's still the phenomenal people that I have met at, at university and that I feel like would have you know, um, contributed to the show. But I'll make a plan about that and I'll see um, what I do about that. But having the show has been such a pleasure. And, you know, I've enjoyed so much out of um, starting Rise. Uh, and I, I really hope that it has, you know, left a mark on whoever that was listening to it. Um, I always have people that I don't know that come up to me and, you know, they they acknowledge the show and they tell me that they listen to the show and they always tell me to continue and not stop. You know, in some way, as if they know that it, it is hard to, 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 to record a show. And, yeah, it's not easy. Um, I grew up in a, in a, in a, hey, you see, it's long. I grew up in a home where my father says, my father always says, um, Snalo, when you start something, you don't quit, you continue with it. And recording season one at the height of final year, when I had to rush through and I had to, submit assignments, I had to study for tests, I had other duties, you know, in leadership. Um, it was so much, you know, and through recording the season with the various guests that I had on the show, I also learned a lot about myself, you know, 
things that I did not know about myself. You know, I learned how to handle pressure. I learned how to manage my time. I learned how to say no. You know, sometimes it's very important to be able to say no. Um, especially when you are that person who is always available and you want to assist people, it might be very hard for you to say no at times. But that is something that you ought to learn, something that you ought to be able to do. Because at the end of the day, we won't always be available for other people. And um, sometimes, you know, overextending yourself can be quite a lot. You know, you know, I won't hide it. For instance, on the show, I've had people that I've invited. The person would be like, no, I can't. Um, I'm busy with something. Or no, I'm uncomfortable to be on the show. I don't like speaking like that. On the same vein, I've also had disappointments where I've had people who would just mice in the in the sense of agreeing to a show and then on the day we're supposed to record the person is MIA we don't know where to find the person so um i've learned a lot about people and i've learned that when you work with people not everyone will be the same um but it's something that i've surely enjoyed and i've always said that me starting the podcast because, you know, when you start something, you will speak to other people and you will always try and, you know, get counsel, advice on how you can do it. Um, and one thing I think I did not do well was to market the show. You know? um, I don't think that was my goal. There was no other thing I had than to say I'm recording. I just wanted to record the show and yeah i didn't really pay much attention to marketing it especially that would be harder for me because the show was audio and it was not um your video podcast so that also was a bit of a challenge for me but i was not chasing um you know popularity with the show it was never about popularity it was just getting the message out there. It was just me trying to get other people um, and we speak on, cert on, on certain things and they get to share their journey. Um, so for me, it was not about the money. It was not about, um, you know, fame, um, as one might say, because... With content, you know, there's always this rush for making money, and it's valid. Um, but at the end of the day, in as much as I could now call myself a podcaster, I also um, have a passion for law, and I do see myself as a lawyer. So podcasting for me was, is a hobby, is something that I feel like I could give back to my community with um and it's something that i really enjoy so it was never about me having money through it because you get people podcast ah, um you know when are you monetizing it you know and um yeah for me to be honest like that's not the goal i i'm still a long way from doing that and i still want to grow the show from where it is now 
to new heights, you know. I have so much that I have planned for Rise, and it's all about, you know, uplifting my community, uplifting the people that listen to the show. So um, the show is about self-help, basically. And I never wanted to sound like a motivational speaker because I am not. And I always say that, you know, your motivational videos, they sound good and everything, but they really not close to the person who are listening, the person who is listening to the show. Because motivational videos gets your dopamine high and then that's why you always see yourself scrolling forever on TikTok or on every other platform. So for me, I wanted to show the person who is downtrodden that feels like their world is over, that feels like they are not worth anything, that look, they still hope, don't feel like you are the only person in a situation. Here is Snalo, um, who is the same age as you, who went through the same school, um, who grew up in the same town, under the same conditions as you, but he did this to overcome a certain challenge. So it's also um, possible. So it's not about that remote person that just tells you that you're, you are lazy, you know, but rather someone who is very close that has had ideally the same childhood as you and that would tell you um, how they have done um, something. So for me, I've always been um, obsessed with the how and I've always looked at a successful person who is an African in a different way. And I wanted this season to actually look at people who are um, the youth, you know. And that's actually a funny story because I was like, the concept of the show was African excellence, um, sharing of um, African stories of the youth, how they've risen above the adversities, you know, in order to encourage others and to inspire others who are listening and who are coming up, you know. And I was like, hey, this thing, it's a great idea. And it is what I wanted to convey. This is something that I still want to convey. But it then kind of limits me in the kind of guests that I would bring to the show. Because one would say, okay, I'm going to bring youth and black guests. But I was like, look, um, excellence for me um, goes beyond your racial lines. And um, one might say that um, when you are dealing with African excellence, then it should be strictly black and that's non-negotiable. But I feel like um, in as much as one could say that there's no rainbow nation or whatsoever, um, white people are in South Africa and they're not going to go anywhere. And the only thing that we ought to do is to work with them. Um, and I don't know, maybe I'm speaking from a place of privilege, but I grew up with white people. I went to school with them. I went to sleepovers at their houses. Uh, they were my teammates. And I grew up in such a setting. And I'm not saying that um, because it just happened, but I'm saying that there was progress, there was collaboration in that 
tiny area that I grew in. So uh, I grew up in. So um, I do see a future and I do know there are many white people out there that have um, good intentions that want to work with black people and um, such collaborations are good for the country. You know, um, I was having a conversation with um, one of the guests on the show. I just can't remember who, but this also happened in the radio interview that I had about the podcast. But I was asked about this conversation thing and um, what we ought to do because everyone says, no, um, in order for us to go through our challenges, we need to have conversations about it, you know, just talking, 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 but then what happens? But I always say having a conversation about something triggers the thought process. And through the triggering of the thought process, then we end up having that mind shift. And then through having the mind shift, you're then going to act a certain way. But you would never be able to do without thought. And that thought comes with influence. And that influence comes through conversation. And hearing someone else speak about something. And then you start thinking about it. So on the show, I ideally said, like our leaders in the past had Cordesa, like there was um, back in the day, um, the Freedom Charter um, and, you know, other big um, organizations that had conversations, or should I say, um, that had a summit where things would be discussed. You know, South Africa or South African youth should have something similar in this day and age whereby we all sit down as youth and we actually charter a way to say, okay, fine, we are at this juncture right now. Um, what is the South Africa that we want? And what is uh, what are we going to do you know, um, to achieve that? So, um, yeah, it's inevitable that one will sound political, but these are things that affect us and everything is politics. So um, I was talking about that against the background of having different guests um, from, you know, other racial groups come to the show. Um, and it's something I think we, we, we need to embrace. I mean, we might have a problem, but we need to address our problems. And yeah, we need to address them head on. But then it does not mean that we should just shut down other people because they now a different color, skin color to us, you know. Um, so I'm saying it against that background. But other than that, you know, um, on the show, you know, talking about the guests, I had such phenomenal guests um, from Nosipo, Mandisa. Um, Jacob Bofu, um, you know, Sakile. I had uh, Dr. Wendell Notje. I had um, Advocate Masanjala from Malawi, um, who is doing his master's here. I had Lundi Mnina. I had, um, who am I forgetting? I had Selamate the law student uh, music uh, protege 
I had Azola Ndongeni, who is this community um, leader and law student. There was also, there's so many people that I had on the show, you know. And like I said earlier on, there's so much that I've learned from all the guests that I had on the show. Because, um, you know, when you are, I don't want to call it an interview, but there are those questions, you know, that you have when you start a show. Because I always try to put the guests at ease. I always would tell them, Whenever I text or call someone I want to be on the show, um, I'd always tell them that, look, this is not an interview. We're simply having a conversation. And that comes from a place of saying, whenever you are preparing for an interview, you always don't want to mess it up. So you'll prepare something, you know, um, to the point of writing down your, your, your responses and the questions and what are the possible questions. Because that was the first question I would be asked Okay, I'd call Sioka. Sioka is like, uh, Snalo, how are you? Good. I'm like, Sioka, can I? Can you be on the show? Sioka would be like, okay, cool. Um, what? Can you send the questions that I have to prepare for? And um, so there were none. I didn't have any questions. I didn't plan anything that was said on the show, honestly. And I kept editing to a minimal. And most of the time, there was no editing. So I'd simply run the show as I had recorded it with a guest and I'd upload it. And that came from a place of, I wanted the show to sound authentic and sound as raw as it could. I wanted you to actually hear that bang and the fact that the mic does not have uh what what do they call it uh proper cover whatever they call it but i wanted the show to sound as raw as possible because i feel and believe that that is part of the podcast story um the the season from the first show um until the last one i believe that there's being the gradual progression because there are things that I have learned, you know, in recording the shows, in working with, you know, the different people. Uh, I've, I've learned so much in dealing with people, you know, and like I said earlier on that, you know, running a podcast is not just about recording. You need to be able to speak to people. Um, you need to be able to negotiate with people that, okay, fine. Um, you need to be able to convince them. There are people on the, on, on, on the show that felt like I, I, I don't have anything to say. I don't know what to say. And that was not true. It simply came from a place of, um, you know, not being confident enough. Um, but then, yeah, we've had those shows and um, the show taught me so much about time management, you know, knowing that, okay, from uh, five till seven, I'll focus on the podcast, I'll be recording a show or whatsoever, and then moving on, then I'll focus on books, you know. Um, so there was a lot that I learned with that, you know, planning. I learned a lot about, you know, um, advertising the show, on 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 social media 
um, coming up with certain covers and what I'd be actually covering, you know. Um, so it wasn't easy because you really have to think on your feet at times. But the one thing I can tell you is I really enjoyed every minute of recording season one because in every show that I had, um, it got me thinking of different things. It got me thinking about um, different things that happened to people and other things that I could actually relate to. The show was predominantly uh, youth in the sense that the people that came to the show were, 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 were people in the youth uh, days. And I learned a lot from them in that there was so much I could relate to, which they shared on the show. And there was so much that I also learned through the various fields that they're in, through the various um, 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 disciplines that they're studying, you know. And the passion that they have towards their different fields, um, their, their versatility. Um, people are so versatile. People are so talented. I mean, the different guys like Sakile, who is just student entrepreneur at the same time. He's a fencing champion at the same time. He's a law student and who excels as a student as well. As well. <clears throat> so there was a lot there was a lot that I learned from the guests that were on the show. And um, it was not easy to actually get them at times because everyone is so busy. Um, but then you have to find a time. I'd have to find a time that would actually allow the guest to to be able to, to, to pitch and be able to, to record the show, you know. And there's so many gems that I, I feel were dropped on the show. Um, people were not saying things, you know, in order to sound popular or anything, but there was so much, you know, unpopular opinions that were shared on the show. And um, rather than moving from the side of controversy, because I didn't want the show to be controversial or, or whatsoever, I'm not in the business of chasing hype or, you know, sounding controversial because I want to hit the charts. I think I always get emails about how the podcast is doing and I've never measured it um, about what is said. So we've always try to steer clear from things that are, um, you know, controversial. At the same time, I need to also, um, unfortunately, unfortunately for me, I, 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 I still, I'm still a young guy and I still want to have a future as a lawyer. And I don't have any desires to then say something that might be politically not correct or something that would actually, you know, not bode well for other people, you know. Um, in as much as one would have expression, their freedom to express themselves, but uh, I believe that... Um, one needs to exercise such freedoms with caution and to exercise such freedoms 
not um, infringing on anyone's right and also not, um, you know, offending people. So, um, yeah, there was a lot that um, I had, you know, I was thinking about when I was recording with the various guests. And um, I must say that everyone that I had on the show um, really, 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 really um, behaved in the things that they said, you know, and it was and it is still an humbling experience where you have like a group of people who are like discussing a certain show or, you know, they're actually having a, a debate about the certain um, standpoints and certain conversations that were had on the show um, that really humbled me. And, you know, having people around campus who would like come to me and um, say, thank you for the show. I was able to um, register for a certain course or thank you for the show. Um, I've really had the strength to actually, you know, be positive about my degree. Uh, thank you for the show. Um, I don't have a great relationship with uh, my family, but I've chose to actually embrace that. And I have appreciated the fact that my family is not, oh, what I'm going through. I'm not the only person going through that. And uh, I've decided to actually be positive, you know. Um, so there are many stories and people who would say, who would cheer on and say, no, thank you, Snalo for actually having such a platform where people will be able to share their stories. Um, because it's not uh, overnight success, clinic, what, what. It's just us talking about things. Like, there's nothing else. We're just talking about things and sharing our stories. You know, at times I felt like I spoke over a guest in a certain subject matter and I would try and restrain myself and be like, yo, this person is still here and I still want them to also share something. So um, having guests on the show is something that is not the end. I still, I'm still going to bring um, people on the show as the season goes and I am going to have one-man shows um, where um, I don't have any guests moving on on the show, where it will just be me. And we'll be discussing a lot about, you know, career development, um, mental health in men, which is something I believe is not really shared. Um, you know, your gender-based violence um, that we've seen so much um, going on, you know, um, it's something that I've really, oh, and I really believe that we need to tap in, you know, why are men so mad? Why, why do men do all these gruesome things to women? You know, um, just a week ago, we had a guy who is from my university who stabbed, um, his girlfriend and I stand to be corrected. Sorry. Uh, who stabbed his wife, I stand to be corrected, 20 times. Um, the wife luckily survived. But um, what leads a man to do that, you know? Um, 
we live in a world where I believe men are supposed to be the providers and the protectors of families, of women, of children, you know. But that seems not to be the case. Um, it seems like the world more and more needs protection from men. And unfortunately, it has come down to a time where a man cannot say, no, but I don't do that. It is them, not all of us, you know. You can't just say now, not all of us. It's something that is a national pandemic. It's something that we need to really find a way to, to, to tackle. And I believe that RISE will be one of those platforms that um, we are going to actually dive in to this um, more and rigorously and try and source um, why and where did this all start and how can we actually change it? How can we move past this uh, as, as the youth and as guys in general because it's unacceptable and um, it's really not great for us, you know? Um, you, you, you fear every time when you watch the news you know, you fear for the young ones. You fear for your your mother. You fear for your sisters. You know, it's just so much. And yeah, this world, this country has become this unsafe place for our sisters and our mothers and our grandmothers. And it's not to be tolerated. So yeah, this is one of the things that I feel like we will be covering, um, and yes, um, Rise will have season two. Uh, we are definitely continuing with the conversation, and I believe that there's still a hunger out there for the show, and so I have committed myself to continue with the show. Life gets more hectic, but... Um, I'll work with that because I'm finishing with school and yeah, I'm continuing with my law career. But at the same time, I do believe that I will make time for, 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 for us. And it, there are better things <laughs> that uh, I have planned for the show. And yeah, the content is definitely going to continue. And um yeah like i feel like had i not started the show then i wouldn't be in this place right now um with you guys um because in as much as the show i believe helps other people who are listening to it i also believe that the show did help me and remove me from a very dark place um at the beginning of the year and this takes me to another point where, um, and I always preach about this um, on the, 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 the content that I share on TikTok. Uh, I always say that in whatever you do, you need to find a balance and you need to find an escape. And me um, starting the whole podcast thing was that escape was me, um, you know, in a way, going out there, doing something else that is less stressful, um, 
that is not you know uh, um, demanding of my energy demanding of me you know because studies studies are hectic like let's not hide that studies are really hectic uh especially at final year i really underrated underestimated law final year i thought it's like metric you guys just submit for assignments and it's a chill vibe but it turned out not to be so um yeah podcasting really 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 moved me from a dark place whereby i found that escape and me you know um opening my phone and speaking into that mic you know um it puts me in a different world and it really helped me because i i think you know um mental health uh my mental health was you know breaking down at the time i started but every time i would you know start recording you know i would just move to a different world so i i i really encourage other people who are out there who are not sure about their lives who are not um and it's okay to not be sure about your life and where you're going especially for the young people i don't think you have to have it figured out whenever because i mean life can change at the snap of a finger and life can end at any time so to not be sure about things sometimes it's okay you know it's okay to not be okay you know and those are such things that i want um as to actually have conversations about on the show to discuss things like um 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 mental health to discuss things that have to do with our families our family structures to discuss um what we can do to actually better ourselves you know um what can we do to help ourselves and you know um equip ourselves with the necessary knowledge that will help us to not necessarily find a job but for us to actually create jobs create jobs for ourselves and be self sufficient and self uh, uh and sustain ourselves you know um those are such things that i want us to cover on the show and i do believe that there is a hunger for that i do believe that there is you know a, a a willingness out there for people um um that people have for us to actually have that on the show and you know moving on like people were asking me about whether i had any disappointments um with the show i think with anything quality 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 um money buys quality and and in i money guys like i don't have money <laughs> so um those are such things that i feel like moving on and in the next season we'll be investing in things like sound um things like um you know all the things you require for a podcast so um i have to um finish this episode now because i'm kept in an hour 
but moving on guys um thank you for listening to rise thank you for supporting me thank you for even you know just talking about the podcast um for me that means a lot for me it really fuels me to continue i can tell you that um rise with snaloma duba duba is here and is here to stay i am definitely going to continue with the show um i am definitely going to um grow the show and my, it is my dream that this show will uplift other people and it will be that force to be reckoned with in our society and i can only do that with your continuous support so thank you um there will be season 2 and we will tackle more issues under season 2 i want to thank um the guests that came to the show i want to thank my family i want to thank my content manager who also happens to be my partner mandisa she was a guest on the show um this wouldn't be possible without you know her assisting me that's why i call her my content manager because she always make sure that the things that need to be done are done you know and um yeah like the support structure my parents when i started i told my parents i'm like guys i'm starting something like this and they were both like you go for it i do hope that i will get one of them if not both of them on the show in the future and um yeah like guys i'm just going with you guys i do have a vision for the show and i do believe that we are going to get the conversation going please encourage other people who don't know um what rise is to actually you know listen to the show the show is available across all platforms we'll be moving to youtube soon and yeah let's get the conversation going and on my side asnalo matuba tuba their host um thank you thank you for everything and um please make sure to check my tiktok um snalo_met where there is content which i believe if you have listened to the, this this podcast you will really resonate with and um thank you for everyone that has believed in me um it really means a lot and i will definitely continue with rise with snalo matubatuba and yeah just hang in there there's still exciting things that are going to be done and yeah peace